Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. If you would like to learn how to support this podcast, visit www.patreon.com slash writing excuses. Season 18, Episode 18. This is Writing Excuses. Launching an author newsletter. Fifteen minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Mary Robinette. I'm Dong Lun. I'm Aaron. I'm Dan. And I'm Howard. So this week, we wanted to talk about creating your own newsletter. Um, and one thing I wanted to distinguish up front is that, in my view, there are two distinct types of newsletters that exist in the world. And I think a lot of the confusion that people have and a lot of the trepidation people have comes from confusing which one is which. So the newsletter that I do, Publishing is Hard, is what I would call a content newsletter. It is a thing that I create and send out on a regular basis that are essays, whatever, missives, what we would have once called a blog. Um, The other type of newsletter is a marketing newsletter. This is for announcements. 
it's not a place where you write an essay about how, what do you think about craft, what do you think about writing. It's a place where you tell people, I have a book coming out, pre-order it. I have an event coming up, buy tickets. Here's my new cover, whatever it is, right? So keeping those two things distinct in your brain, I think, is the first step to really understanding a strong newsletter strategy. Um, so that's sort of like the overall framework I wanted to launch this conversation with. Um, and there are reasons to have both. Um, the basic difference is I think every single person who is doing anything on the internet where they want people to buy stuff should have a marketing newsletter. You should just have one. Um, if you have a launching a content newsletter is, is a more deliberate thing and takes a lot of work and thought as to what it is you want to be doing with it. But if you want to be an author, if you want to have published books, please, please, please make a newsletter. And we can, we're going to talk a little bit more about why and how to do that. I was very resistant to doing a newsletter for a long time because all of the newsletters that I heard people talk about were the content newsletters. And I was like, oh, it's very exhausting. Even though I had blogged for daily for years, but it just, it felt different. And then I was also resistant to doing a marketing newsletter because I'm like, who's going to read that? It's just going to go in and say, buy my things. It's just going to be people putting me in spam folder. But I'm finding that um, actually having control of my audience is, uh, is, is like really handy for uh, not just the, the regular things, but also the, the surprise visits, the, hey, I have a sudden giveaway I want to do. And that it is a nice way to connect to people. Yeah, I think one of the things we're finding as digital marketing develops over the last, I don't know, however many years since the Al Gore invented the internet, is the only thing that we know works is email marketing, right? <laughs> I think display ads, I think content marketing, all those things can work in certain circumstances. They tend to be very, very expensive. Email, though, getting in people's inboxes, especially people that you know are interested in what you're providing because they signed up for your newsletter in the first place, um, is just one of the most effective ways to activate people to get them to go do the thing that you want them to do. So having a marketing newsletter, the reason I recommend it so highly is it's direct access to your core audience, to your main supporters. And it is, you can make an appeal to them that's like, hey, please do this thing. Now, the thing to remember with a marketing newsletter is that every time you send one, some percentage of the people are going to unsubscribe to that thing, right? <laughs> Um, that's okay. That's part of the process, right? You're going to lose people every time you send it. So think about that every time you pull the trigger on sending a marketing letter is that I'm going to lose some people when I do this because people, it shows up in their inbox. They're like, I don't remember signing up for this. I'm going to unsubscribe. It's fine. It's how people use the internet. But you want to make sure when you are doing it as a result, you're doing it for a really intentional purpose. Um, a question that is just for me. Uh, I am somebody who does a lot of things in different areas. So I do some game writing. I do some short story writing. I do some teaching. If I'm creating, because I've yet to put together a newsletter, but I'm using this as the drive to do it, am I like, should I be having three newsletters? Should I be having one that like mm -hmm. has a lot of different types of content or will people get mad and unsubscribe more? It's a tough balancing act because you don't want to hit the marketing newsletter too often, right? If, you, if you're sending one every week when you have something dropping, people you're going to lose a lot of your audience over time as people unsubscribe because like, these are too many emails, right? So finding that balance is tricky. If you're a traditionally published author, it's not too bad. You're doing one or two or maybe three of these a year or whatever. Um, with the number of things you have coming out, I would advise like, yes, have one 
channel. I don't think segmenting your audience is going to be, I think it's just like way too much work for you. And it's too much work for your audience too, to figure out which newsletter they want to sign up for. I would just try instead and like really think about how can I bundle these things together to make sure that I'm not touching them too often. Yeah, which is kind of sort of what I do with mine. Uh, I call mine uh, a water cooler newsletter based on something a friend of mine told me a while ago, which is if you think of social media as a water cooler, that's a place where you go and you have interesting conversations with people. And if someone shows up at the water cooler and all they ever talk about is how you can buy shirts in their store, (laughs) you don't want to talk to that person or listen to what they say. So my newsletter is very much a marketing newsletter, and I send it out once a month, whether I've got a new launch or not. Um, I need to tell people about my calendar and what events I'm doing and so on and so on. But I also make sure to include, I'm going to recommend somebody else's book in every one. What is Dan reading right now? This. I am going to give you a quick update on what I am writing in case you are interested. Like, I'm halfway through this book. And so it is a tiny bit of content to help give you something interesting to read and to recommend other people as well as just me so that it's not purely, hey, go to my store and buy my mm-hmm. merch, you know? Yeah, that's why, I, like, mine will often have pictures of my cats. Mm-hmm. And I have an automation set up so that on your birthday, I send you a short story. And every year it's a different short story. Uh, and that's remembering to change them is, sorry for everyone who got the same <laughs> short story twice this year. <laughs> I love that. I love having that little bit of a personalized touch, right? It can be automated, but still it's like a thing that you receive that's like, oh, here's a special thing from this creator I follow who I'm a fan of. Um, I think that's a great way to like get them more engaged with you in a more personal way. Uh, coming back to answering um, Aaron's question, you know, what, what what should you put in your newsletter? Um, I, I would ask this first. What's the thing that you're interested in and would be willing to write about on a regular basis that might interest other people. And that could be um, th- that could be movies that you like to watch. That could be uh, it could be cooking. It could I mean there, there any topic, literally any topic. Um, because when you're creating content, when you're creating a content newsletter, when you're creating uh, something something with hooks, you know, something that grabs people and holds them, uh, you have to be passionate about it first. If you're not passionate about it, it's going to be twice as hard to write about it. Um, and so that's the, for me, that, that would be the first question. And the second question then is how often can I do it? Uh, how much, what, what else do I have to promote that I would roll into it? Um, and, you know, with Don Juan's newsletter, it's uh, it's it's about you know your passion for publishing, mm-hmm. which dovetails nicely with writing excuses, passion for <laughs> uh, talking about writing. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's important when you're asking yourself these questions to remember that you're giving yourself an extra job, mm-hmm. and <laughs> for the most part, you became an artist because you're excited about creating art, not excited about promoting art. And so don't overcommit to something you know you're going to resent. Mm-hmm. Uh, make it something like Dong Wan's newsletter is something that they love to write, they're passionate about. It, if it felt onerous, you wouldn't do it. 
Yeah. It's also part of why it's so irregular in terms of the timing. I do it when I have bandwidth to do it. I am often insanely busy and it, it I just don't have the bandwidth to come up with, you know, another, you know, well thought out, carefully worded newsletter, right? And so, you know, when it comes to the marketing newsletter, that's why my advice is make it as light of a touch and light of lift as possible for you of, you know, keep it simple, you know, stick to really basic things. At, at a bare minimum, just announce when you have stuff, um, include, you know, extra things if you can in terms of recommending other people's books, little personal touches like your, like the cat photos or, you know, the, the short story for, for uh, on people's birthdays. Those are lovely little things. Those aren't necessary. You can make it as light as uh, possible for you to make it manageable. And then when you're looking at the content style newsletter, Really think about what your bandwidth is. How much can you take on? Can you do a thing once a month, once every two months? And, you know, don't overpromise to your audience and leave them feeling disappointed. Give them more rather than give them less when you're making that sort of content approach. Um, I want to switch to talking about uh, the mechanics of it, how you do these things, what platforms you use, things like that. But let's first take a break for a moment, and then we will be right back. Hey writers, are you thinking about learning a new language? I think exploring the world, experiencing other cultures, and being able to communicate with people outside your everyday experience lets you create richer, better stories. A great way to do that is with Rosetta Stone, a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. They use an immersive technique which leads to fast language acquisition. It's an intuitive process that helps you really learn to speak, listen, and most of all think in the language you're trying to learn. They also feature true accent speech recognition technology that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a voice coach in your home. Learn at home or on the go with a desktop and mobile app that let you download and access lessons even when you're offline. And it's an amazing value. A lifetime membership gives you access to all 25 languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Japanese, and, of course, Korean. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Writing Excuses listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop. 
and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, so I want to talk about uh, the new book from our good friend of the podcast, Piper Drake. Uh, she has a book out called Wings Once Cursed and Bound. It actually comes out in two days from when this airs uh, on May 2nd. It, this Piper has a very successful career as a romance author. Wings Once Cursed and Bound is a step into a bit of a new genre. It is kind of modern fantasy. It is about a woman in Seattle uh, who is secretly hiding the fact that she is actually a, uh, a, a kind of mythical creature from Thai folklore. She is a bird person. And she encounters a guy who is a vampire who goes around in the world um, collecting mystical artifacts and locking them up so that they don't cause problems for people. And he is currently looking for the infamous red shoes, um, kind of the same idea as the Hans Christian Andersen story about the, the red shoes that make you dance forever. And uh, so it's the two of them and those red shoes, and they get embroiled in this big story. It's a wonderful, wonderful book. That is Wings Once Cursed and Bound by Piper J. Drake. Okay, so as we're thinking about how do I set up that newsletter platform for myself, um, you know, Aaron, you are currently thinking about doing this for yourself. Sounds like the rest of everyone else has your own marketing newsletters. What 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 platforms are you all using? How did you go about setting that up? What do you feel like works for you? I mean, are there best practices that you're finding, you know, really helping you reach your audience in the way that you want to be? So I, I work with a, a company called North Star Messaging because um, I have a limited number of spoons. And, um, and so I had started mine with MailChimp and that was working really well for me for a long time, but there were a number of automations that I wanted to do with onboarding and it was hard. It just didn't do that well. Um, so we've just switched over to active campaign, which allows you to build sequences so that, uh, and, and this is called a, a nurture sequence. So someone comes in and they get a welcome message. And then a little bit later, they get a different thing that has some, you know, some additional evergreen content as they're being folded into the, the regular flow. So that's that that idea of a nurture sequence is something that I had heard about a lot and hadn't known how to execute it, which is why I, I was like, hello, you are professionals. And um, and, and it it's something that I've experienced as a consumer and I know that they're useful, but I just, I was, I couldn't understand how to do that for myself as a writer. Mm -hmm. 
I think that's a great point, which is that it's nice to see what you like, you know, in a newsletter. Like if you have, you see somebody's newsletter and you're like, oh my gosh, this design, it's, it's, I'm loving it. Like, it's nice to see like, how are they sending it to you? Mm -hmm. And usually you can find it somewhere at the very, scroll down to the very bottom of the newsletter. You might see like, sent to you by MailChimp or Constant Contact or one of the many other platforms that is used to send newsletters. Mm -hmm. Or if it's the kind of content newsletter, like you have Dongwan, you can sometimes tell in the in the URL, like what the service is behind the service. Exactly. And I love doing that just because even though I don't actually have a newsletter, I love making up the idea that I'm creating a newsletter, doing lots of research and then not sending it. And so <laughs> <laughs> often I collect lists of places that would be good to use just by looking at what other people do and saying, mm -hmm. I want to do that. You're, you're LARPing as a newsletter sender. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't actually know what system I use to send out a newsletter because of a different tool that I use, which is an assistant. <laughs> uh, and I understand that this is not immediately accessible to every aspiring author. Um, I have an assistant uh, whom I pay, and she puts together newsletter for me, among other tasks. I mm -hmm. will sit down at the beginning of every month and I will write three paragraphs. Uh, what is Dan working on? What is Dan reading? What does Dan recommend? And then send them off to her, and she turns it into a newsletter and sends it out into the world. And that has been, for me, an incredibly valuable way of offloading the parts of this business that I know are important but that I don't want to do and still get some value out of them. See, I have the same, I have the same model. Uh, my assistant's name is Sandra, and Sandra has a full plate of a million other things. Um, with the the long COVID and chronic fatigue, it's not just that, you know, I don't really want to spend time crunching the tech for a newsletter. It is that we have to prioritize my time now so that I am doing the things that only I can do. Anything that can be done by somebody else gets handed off. And so the newsletter management has been handed off. Um now, that said, Sandra will sometimes come to me and say, hey, do you have anything for the newsletter? I need, I need a picture. You have, my, my bank of Howard pictures has run dry. And, and so I will dig around and I will find something. And this happens with newsletters. And it also happens with a thing that is very much like a newsletter and is core to our business model, uh, Kickstarter updates. When we are working on a project and we need to let people know, hey, here's what here's where we are in this. And here's the, here are some art drops, you know, here's what's new in the, that it reads exactly like a newsletter. And the audience is exactly like a newsletter audience in that it is a self-selecting group of people who have chosen to, to hear about this. And that's one of the things that I, I, I like to remind people about newsletters is that they work better than banner ads or anything else because it is a self-selecting group of people. If someone unsubscribes, they have self-selected out of the group, and that's fine. But at some point, somebody said, yes, I want to exactly. see this content. And that is such a huge difference it's versus... Incredibly, incredibly valuable. Exactly. exactly. Incredibly valuable. And yeah. as a, as a uh, data point on that, when we did our last Kickstarter, we looked at, we had a marketing company help us find all of the self-selecting people that anybody who'd mm -hmm. ever bought anything with us, subscribers to the newsletter, previous Kickstarters, whatever. And it was over 15,000 
email addresses. Mm -hmm. And we sent out one mail blast saying we're launching a Kickstarter and had more subscribers than we had ever had before. And so starting a newsletter and collecting these addresses is, is, it's going to help you in the future one way or another. That's the thing. You can start collecting them early. You don't have to send a newsletter. You, no one remembers signing up for newsletters. Once you do it, you're not like, I can't believe that person hasn't emailed me yet, right? So you can just start collecting emails now. And then when your first novel comes out five years from now, then maybe you have a few thousand names on that list, right? And that can mm-hmm. make a huge difference as you just grow that little bit over time. Just make sure anytime someone goes to your website, someone goes to your link tree, your Twitter profile, whatever, it's, hey, sign up to get updates from me here. And I think starting to grab those like little drips, it adds up over time. And what I love hearing all of you talk about this is, you know, it, it kind of, this is one of those things that plays into the category of what we call authoring, right? Things that go into the job of being a professional author that aren't actually writing books, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Which is an enormous amount of time. It is, it is always shocking to me how much time and effort goes into dealing with email, responding about events, answering interview questions, all these things that sound like nice problems to have until you're doing this so much you don't have time to write. So newsletters is a great one, especially a marketing newsletter, to offload to a consulting firm, in Mary Robinette's case, assistance, whatever it happens to be. Um, but when you're early stage, you know, sort of more Aaron's position, you're doing that research and figuring out how to launch it and build that up. And, you know, I love hearing that you've already done all that homework. <laughs> we'll get you to pull that trigger soon, you know? It's happening! <laughs> And I should say that that the marketing firm is a very new thing. Yeah. Um, before that, it was assistance. And before that, it was me. And when it was me, it was wildly irregular. Exactly. And, you know, that's the process, right? You learn by doing, you know. Um, I love hearing Aaron talk about, like, figuring out what you wanted to do by seeing what other people were doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's so much how we learn how to do all these marketing techniques is what's working, what, what are authors I like, who do I respect, what content am I getting in my inbox that I think is good. Just sign up for a bunch of people's newsletters. I know it's going to be annoying for a minute, but just see what they're doing, right? Go to your favorite author's pages. See what their newsletters look like. Learn some techniques from them. And then start applying that little bit by bit for yourself. It is worth pointing out that your newsletter can be a business model unto itself. Exactly. If you are passionate enough about what you are writing, if you touch a nerve, you may find, wow, you know, Howard writes about you know, lazy recipes for old people uh, suddenly has 50,000 people reading it. Well, maybe if I turn that into a book, I can make money out of it. Mm -hmm. And that that is a legit thing, which is one of the reasons why I would encourage you, if you're going to do a newsletter, write about things you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. Because that passion, that's what connects people to your fiction. It's what connects them to your TikTok. It's what connects us with each other. Mm -hmm. And if you're doing a content newsletter, you can get people to subscribe and pay. And it's shocking how few subscribers it takes for that to suddenly feel like, oh, this makes sense for me to be spending a couple yeah. hours a week on this. I think that's also good because it gives you an assignment. Yeah. So one of the reasons that I have not started a newsletter for myself, despite the fact that I once worked as somebody who sent out newsletters for other people as a job. So it's, you know, I know what the thing is, is because it's so easy to put yourself last and say, okay, Mm -hmm. I only have so much time. I'm going to do stuff for other people or to put your writing self first, which is a completely (laughs) legitimate choice. 
but the authoring does sort of need to get done. So by being on this podcast, I'm forcing myself to do the authoring and we're going to be asking you to do some of the authoring too. But I think even more than that, if you have subscribers, it's a way to sort of offload. You're not making yourself doing it. You're doing it for somebody else. Mm -hmm. You're giving them a gift. And so as long as that doesn't become a huge like pressure on you, I think it can be a nice motivation to kind of kick yourself in the butt and sort of make yourself do the thing that you want to do because you want to reach other people and let them know about what you've totally. been doing. It's, yeah, it's I, as if, it's, it's almost as if, you know, when you're saying that you're, you're using this as a way to, to get the, to, to make yourself do the, the newsletter. It's almost as if you are figuring out who you are and then doing it on purpose. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Callbacks. It feels like so fancy. Plan these episodes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, it would have sounded so much clever, more clever if we hadn't all just <laughs> giggled at that. No. Edit that out. We're clever. We're just not very professional about <laughs> no, it. We're not very we smart. Delight in that. Uh, on that note, um, I think I will take us to our homework for the week. Um, I think the homework is probably pretty easy to guess what I'm about to tell you to do based on everything I've said on this podcast so far, which is go make your own newsletter. Uh, make a marketing newsletter, figure out what service you want to use. MailChimp is probably the most popular, but do a little Googling. It's a million guides out there. Make an account, make a free account, just sign it up, figure out how to integrate it into your personal website if you have one. If you don't, make a website. Highly encourage you to do that. Um, And then you don't have to do anything to it. Don't send a newsletter. Don't do anything with it. Just make it, get the sign-up form on that site, and let it be. In the next episode of Writing Excuses, we talk about why publishers make choices, how writers can use that, and why Howard's been using the time machine all wrong. Until then, you're out of excuses. Now go start a newsletter. Or go subscribe to ours, because we also needed to start one, and recording these episodes made us realize that we hadn't. So, use the time machine, find our newsletter subscription button, subscribe, and join us. Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. For this episode, your hosts were Mary Robinette Kowal, Dong Wan Song, Aaron Roberts, Dan Wells, and Howard Taylor. This episode was engineered by Marshall Carr Jr., mastered by Alex Jackson, and produced by Emma Reynolds. For more information, visit writingexcuses.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. 
all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.